Hi, I'm Clay. And I'm Scott. Every episode, we each bring up something that we think is bullshit. And we don't know what each other's topics are going to be. We do some research and try to present our view as best we can. But we're experts of nothing. This is I Call Bullshit. All right, here we go again. I Call Bullshit is back, this time on Zoom and on Clubhouse. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. So it's me, Clay. I'm here. Scott's here with me. Hello, me, always. Clay. But uh, we're missing, of course, Marshall, who died tragically during COVID. <clears throat> Sorry, that was a cough, not a laugh. Right. Yeah, I'd be wrong to laugh at that. So, you know, um, but, you know, I'm going to mention them every night, though, just like they do on Jeopardy for Alex Trebek. Do you watch Jeopardy? It- I, you know, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, that's one of the shows that I really enjoy. I don't know what it is about that show. Speaking of calling bullshit, that like it makes you feel so fucking dumb. Yeah, but we're smart. But I, Every now and then you get one, you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of grade that on a curve. Like yeah. when I get one, I'm like, oh, that, you know, like you, you know, it's an easy one. I mean, like, come right. on, let's not make me feel smarter. But I, but I feel so stupid. But I, yet, yet I love watching it. And not right. being able to answer ninety eight percent of the questions. I'm a thousand percent with you. I'm the same I, way with that. I will like, tell you that as soon as that show's over, uh-huh. the fucking channels change because Wheel of Fortune sucks. Yeah, yeah. I hate that show. Wheel of Fortune is terrible. I mean, I've already told you my feelings on Vanna White in the previous show. That you love her? No, that I, I feel bad that. for her. They've turned her into a monster. I feel bad for her. No. That's sad. Dude, they never take a close-up shot of her. Never. She looks terrible. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. You know, she wow. looks great for her age. No, she looks weird. Well, like I said, I feel bad for her because there's got to be immense pressure on her to still look hot, and she's got to be almost 70. So the amount of plastic surgery and everything she's doing herself to try to keep that job is crazy. The producers you know should you, be ashamed of themselves. You look at uh, what's Alex, Alex Trebek, right? Yeah. He dies as the host, like he never retires. Like, right. is that is that what Pat and Vanna are going for now? Like, I think are they so. just going to work until they die? Yeah. Like, why they have all this money and just go fucking enjoy life? I don't know, man. Like, once you've been sitting home a lot, oh, I'm sorry, are you texting? Should I wait? You're not supposed to be able to see me, so just go on. <laughs> we're, we're on Zoom. <laughs> no, we're not. We're on, uh, oh my god, I almost said Chatterbait. <laughs> We're on um, Clubhouse. We're on Clubhouse and Chatterbait and Zoom. <laughs> we should start doing our shows on Chatterbait. That would fucking... Nah, yeah. Never mind. We'd have less viewers on Chatterbait than we do have on Clubhouse right now. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so we're trying but, to use Clubhouse. So I don't know if any of our listeners have um, iPhones and have access to the Clubhouse app, but it seems to be a cool thing. But you guys could actually interact with us when we do these shows now. We just have to lock in a time. Like we'd have to try to figure out like, okay, every Sunday at a certain time, we're going to do this until, until my work schedule gets changed and I have to work Sundays again. Yeah. yeah you right. know, but um, oh. yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, anyway, once again, we tried to do shows during the week and, and it just got away from us, but so maybe Sunday nights, uh, but we could talk about this later. So Sunday night, yeah. Sunday nights probably <laughs> work, but whatever, but we're on, so we're on clubhouse. So get the clubhouse app if you can. Check it out. It's a cool way to interact with a bunch of different shows and everything. And we're going to be trying to do our show uh, on Clubhouse as often as possible because we want to interact with you guys. 
And we could probably get Marshall back on the show and Scott Williams and everybody else that way too. The ghost of Marshall. Ghost of Marshall. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, um, clubhouse has that ability. We could talk oh, and to you can't just, clubhouse. And you can't just join clubhouse. You need an invite. You got to feel special. And why the fuck is it just an iPhone thing? Like there's a lot to still learn. In, it's still in beta. I think that they, they just haven't opened it up to the Android market yet, but they will. You know, but already with the amount of already with the amount of celebrities and everything on here, the app's going to explode once they do. It already is. It's already getting super popular, you know. Um, but I think as soon as the Android um, market comes online with this app, it'll really explode too, because that'll be the rest of America, you know. But I, I hear there's already like Twitter, and everybody's going to try to compete with this now. Hmm. So there may be other avenues to explore too. So maybe it won't always be Clubhouse. And Clubhouse kind of sucks, too, because you can't record through it. So we're recording through Zoom to do the show, but we're doing the show on Clubhouse at the same time. Very strange. Yeah, man, that's got to be one of those, you know, the the like kind of fine lines because you have so many people interacting in these rooms and with shows that you can't just record people and do whatever you want with it, right? Right. So, I mean, how would that how, how would it ever work unless you get everyone to consent before they come in a room and let them know that it's being recorded. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, maybe the room's just flagged as this room's being recorded. So, you know, when you go in, that yeah, you're being like recorded. When, like when you call any business. Yeah. Or do anything in fucking the world, you're on camera being recorded. So, you know, what difference does it make at this point? All right. Well, we've babbled enough. We should probably get into topics. Yes, sir. You spent the, the greater part of the day <laughs> researching yours and you're ready to go. It's funny because um, the the greater part of the day, meaning like I started at, uh, I told you I'd call you around 10. I started at about eight. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, if you want me to go first, I'll go first. Yeah. I want you to go first. I don't know how long my topic's going to go. I think, I think, I think you're going to like my topic, but I think it's, it could be short or it could be long. Depends. And again, if we get people coming in here on clubhouse, then maybe somebody else will weigh in on it too. That might be interesting to hear. We'll see. All right, so you go um, first. Okay. Topic um, number one. <laughs> I can add these right, sound so, effects later. <laughs> this is a two-parter, okay? This is a two-parter. I'm going to start by saying that I'm going to call bullshit on having to stand when a fucking judge walks in the room. <laughs> All right, that's that's what, that's where this is going to start, okay? Okay. And the second part Wait, is Did actually, you just have to go to court? <laughs> no, I, what I didn't. What made you think actually. of this? <laughs> I don't, you know what? I, I went back to uh, I went through my list and it was on there and I and I just I got excited about it. So right. um, so I'm going to start with a little bit of history. You know, I hate fucking reading this shit, but I'm going to there's you got to go know a little bit of where this comes from. All right. Okay. So traditionally, the theory is the rising for the judge. Is respect for the court. That's a typo. Traditionally, the theory <laughs> of rising for the judge is respect for the court. Quote, in the old, old days of England's royal courts, the judge entered carrying a Bible thought to be the very law itself. So you stood to honor the Bible and show respect for the king or queen and for the man personifying it at the moment. And it's pretty much the same today. So now this says we're a nation of laws and we settle our legal differences in solemn, respectful courts of law. So we rise when the judge enters, not just to show respect for that particular man or woman appointed to uphold the laws, but to show respect for the law itself. Why are you smiling? I'm just loving that you did all this research. I fucking love it. 
Yeah, no matter how since we had a topic like this. That's this is right. Great. Little history. No matter how irrelevant you may feel that a judge is, personally or professionally, the judge is a representative of a state's judicial judicial system and an interpreter of the laws which must be respected to maintain an order of society. I'm almost done, I promise. You may feel this is only courtroom etiquette, but it is not optional. And if you refuse, it very well may result in contempt in a contempt of court charge. Perhaps the judge, yeah, perhaps the judge will feel that you disrespected him or you disrespected the courtroom, and that warrants a fine, a few hours, or days behind bars to teach you manners. When you disrespect the court, it is not taken lightly. Oh, okay. If you do not stand up when a judge enters the room, you could essentially you could be arrested. Right. Which is, I mean, now again, going back how long ago? Fucking eighteen hundreds. Like I, you know, when they used to hang people for not fucking, you know, sucking the dick of every king. Right. They, like I, I get where they made laws and you had uh, rules and you had to follow. But nowadays it's like, go fuck yourself. Why should I have to stand up? Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, kind of. Right? I agree with you on this one. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, know it's just you're one of these judge. old, it's this old archaic thinking of respect. Like, okay, here comes the judge. Everybody's got to stand. But at the same point, it does give that, I'll play devil's advocate. It does give that person an air of authority above the room. If everybody's sitting there waiting for this one fucking guy to show up. He shows up and everybody has to stand when he walks in, you know, and then and then and then you get told to be seated too, like, all rise, you know, you may be seated, you know, like all that kind of like, actually, when they say you may be seated, is that optional? Can I still stand like can yeah, I just be one asshole point. standing up in the fucking the galley of the courtroom? The I would imagine I, I would imagine Hello, Jack. <laughs> I, w- I would imagine you would have to sit down. They're not going to let you just stand if they just let any look. It's very controlled in, in a courtroom. So. You know, they, they're not just going to let anybody do whatever they want to do. Right? right. So so I would imagine you cannot. Um, but what be, I think that would be nice if I get my family to do that. Like every time I walk in the room, they just all stand up for me. That, like, all right. All right. That's how you, know, yeah, right? the, yeah, you see your ass in the, the recliner and then everybody else can sit after you. Like, OK. Yeah. Like the 1930s. Little, little respect. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking work hard for this family. <laughs> Make me a sandwich, too, while you're at it. Grilled cheese. <laughs> No, that's um, too far, man. Come on, bro. Now think about Take this, all right? Think about this. Now you're in there. You're on. You're on fucking trial for murder, right? And like, murder or moida, moida. <laughs> and everybody fucking knows you did it. Everybody in there knows you did it. You're guilty as fuck. You're going to jail for the rest of your life. You still have to fucking stand up when this asshole walks in the room. Yeah. Right. Like that. Nah, fuck yeah. you, man. Unless, how about this? I'll stand up and show you respect if you let me go. Like you said, it's like the personification of the state, right? Or like the king and the queen, you know, if you're, I guess, in England or Quebec. Basically. You know, <laughs> you know or, the, or, the, or the government. So it's, it's just the sign of respect, I suppose. I don't know. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. What else do you have to stand up for? Like, who else? Like, okay, oh. church. Like, you go to church and you have to stand at church at certain times. But you don't have to. Well, I mean, it, yeah. You go you know to court I mean? jail. You go to church jail if you don't. What is what is Hell, church? Man. I, I don't even want to know what church jail is. Actually, I mean, you're either getting molested or you're going <laughs> to hell. It's one or the other. But no, like you know, at least again, optional. You're not going to be punished. You know, um, if you stand up for the national anthem, if you do not stand up for the national anthem, you're not going to be punished. If you don't stand up for the pledge of allegiance in school, 
Are you going to be punished? I don't know. That's a good point too. Pledge of Allegiance. You know? All right. So the second, the second part of this, and, and we can, we could still talk about standing, right? We can, with this all ties in together. The second part I want to call bullshit on this is, I mean, come on, man, you're wearing a fucking robe. Oh, yeah. Judges, judges wearing robes. Yeah. I mean, come yeah, on, man. Good point. I mean, what the fuck? You know, you might as well put the wig on too while you're at it. You know? Oh, no, I'm on the list. It says, oh, Mary's texting oh. me. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah we so, made the list now. So maybe people will find us. Yeah, it might it'd probably take a little time. And when they pop in, you know. Whatever. So, um, all right. So, yeah. So why right, do so judges, why do why judges they wear, the wear robes? robes? Right? Judges in the United States continue to wear robes in the courtroom despite the lack of a rule requiring them to be worn. So that's something that most people don't know right there. They don't have to wear robes, but they choose to wear robes. And I got to be honest with you, as stupid as they look, probably pretty comfortable. So, yeah, even in the Supreme Court of the United States, there's no requirement that it's justices wear a robe in court. So, all right, someone get a fuck, grow a sack. So they don't have to wear them. Show up in your fuck, you know, show up in a suit for your picture. Show up right. in a fucking golf shirt. Yeah. Shorts or something. You know? Right. I like beer. The tradition became about 700 years ago in England. Okay. Seven. Right. Hundred fucking years ago, that's where this shit starts. Um, I'm not gonna have to get. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, do you want the details? Yeah, not really. I do. It's it's like a okay. So robe robes became the standard uniform for judges in England during the reign of Edward II, who ruled from 1327 until 1377. I'm pretty sure he only ruled till 1376. I'm not positive on that, but I have to right. fact check. But my knowledge. <laughs> Just uh, off it was the top only of your head. Yeah, it was only yeah. 1376. Um, is, is there a reason? This is really what I want to know. Is there a reason why they started wearing them? Like, was it, was it, yeah, like just why? Like, forget about when, but why? Why did they have to start wearing robes? Well, I'm going to, let's see. Uh, this, I'm going to read a little bit of this and see if it says it in here because there's a reason I put it in here. So, probably the okay. standard, the standard robes for judges at this point came in three colors violet for the summer. Green for the winter and scarlet for special occasions. Judges often receive the material for these robes as part of a grant from the king. The last mention of the green robes. Uh, nobody cares about this. Uh, the new guide suggests judges wear black robes with a fur trim during the winter and violet or scarlet robes that feature a pink taffeta for the summer. What is a taffeta? I have no idea. Come on. You really don't. No. Do you know what it's? Is it like a, a pink, pastry? A pink. They're gonna wear a pastry. Yeah, it sounds like a pastry. Pink to. I'm gonna say have, pink um, to feta. Oh I'll my have, god! Half a dozen actually... donuts and like four of those uh, pafetas, <laughs> or whatever they're called. <laughs> uh, to feta. It's a crisp, crisp, smooth, plain, woven, woven, woven. <laughs> what is that word? Woven. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. You Fabric got it. made from silk. Or cuprimonium rayons. What the <laughs> fuck? As well as acetate and polyester. Where, what where'd you look this up on? Like impossible to read.com? <laughs> Don't read this live anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. Um, I'm, all right. When the judges in the American, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. When the judges in the American colonies presided over legal proceedings, whether civil, or criminal cases, they carried over the English tradition of wearing robes. This topic produced debate between Thomas Jefferson and John Adams after the colonists won the American Revolution and formed their own government. 
Jefferson argued that American judges should distance themselves from traditions set down by the English and wear only a suit in court. Right. This is Thomas fucking Jefferson. Like we could have fixed this that long ago. Uh, Adams, a lawyer, disagreed and wanted judges to continue wearing the robes and wigs of English judges. A compromise ensued with it being decided new American judges should wear the robe and not the wig. So that's kind of where I mean, obviously, it came from England a long time ago. Um, yeah. We carried it over. It's definitely optional. And right. I mean, and, and, these- and they're just doing it out of tradition at this point. Absolutely. But really, they could be jeans and a flannel at this point. It doesn't matter. Dude, they can go in any way they want. Yeah, brunch changed everything, choose. man. They still choose. Now, um, I did look into where you can get a, a judge robe, and there are plenty <laughs> of websites. Which, how much would you think the minimum price you can get a judge's robe for? Not not, not like a Halloween costume, but like a, I have no a idea. Real, no, it's a guess. Make a guess, you dick face. Um, I'm gonna. I'll guess high. Uh, that's not a number. $79. Yo, $74.95. It's pretty good. Wow. That's All minimum, right. I said. That's, that's yeah. like minimum uh, on judgewear.com. <laughs> $74.95, but they go all the way up to $499.95. Um, but don't worry, because um, on judicialattire.com, you can get a $39.95 robe. And if you want a custom-made robe, you could just go to murphyrobes.com and you can get your own custom-made judge's robe. Can I get one that says Jeter across the back? <laughs> <laughs> With what number on it? Nine. It te- ah, boo. Nope, you can't. What's his number? Two. That was a test. Oh, I, I don't know. know. So, all right. So, um, 33. <laughs> standing for judges. Were, it's were, 24 sets number. Pass that already. <laughs> pretty good so standing for judges that's that's one thing i think um you know i mean oh you know what i want to tell you about what there was a guy that uh hold on i got a story for you there was a you guy i can get a drink this is on my phone so i can get a drink while we're, while we're talking yeah about man you. that's pretty I'll be, awesome i'll be back what do you mean you'll be back you where are you going i'm gonna go get a drink yeah but you don't have to say i'll be back because oh yeah that's right i could do that while i'm on my phone yeah. So basically, I told you you could be held in contempt, right? Yeah. Now, now me being really smart, I had a I had to look up what contempt of court, like what's the punishment? I don't I didn't know what I didn't know what that meant, right? And obviously, I mentioned the punishments earlier. You can go to you can go to jail. You can get a fine. You can get a slap on the wrist. Jesus, what is that? I know. I'm kidding. Right. So that, that just led me to kind of look into, you know, what kind of things people uh, have been. It sounds like you're pissing. Now, I know what it is. Well, I didn't know it was vodka. I assumed it was. But it sounds like you're urinating. Obviously. Mm. I actually just murdered a baby seal. You know what? I'm wrong to laugh at that. That's terrible. <clears throat> All right. So uh, when you come back, I'm going to tell you a, a few stories about some asshole judges that I found that I think are pretty fun. All right. 
You ready? Right, I'm back. Yeah. <clears throat> some so some asshole judges. This one's about the judge who jailed his own worker for typing too slowly. All right. Okay. A, a judge in Florida jailed his own court stenographer for working too slowly. These are true stories. <laughs> Circuit Judge Charles Green sent Anne Margaret Smith to prison for contempt of court in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, after she failed to finish typing a transcript needed for an appeal hearing for a convicted rapist. Okay. In the judge's defense, that would be annoying as fuck. Like if you're sitting there like trying to like do your thing and she's like, wait, wait, could you say that again? Slow down, yeah. please. Yep. Super annoying, but jailable. Yeah, just for being a cunt, you should fucking put her in jail. Um, to be fair, Green did point out that Smith had failed to finish the transcript transcript for several months. That okay. that's exactly what you kind of just said, right? Yeah. Smith was eventually released from jail after she told Judge Green that she couldn't do the work in prison because she was so worried about her three children at home. Oh, I thought because she was having his baby. <laughs> All right. She was then, so worried about her three children at home. Then don't take the job, stupid. Well, okay. So now let's think about this realistically. If you're the judge, right? What you need to do is you need to fire her. Correct. And just hire someone else. You don't need to send her to fucking jail, right? No, you got to fucking send her to jail and make sure her goddamn kids never fucking eat again. Okay, because oh. fuck her for taking that long. And you know what? This was a hearing about a convicted convicted rapist. So you know why he sent her to jail? To get raped. Uh, I would never say that. No, they probably went to different jails. She went to a stenographer jail. Um, so just for the record, she only finished 400 pages of the uh, 1500 page transcript. So, uh, yeah, see, okay, I'd so, fire that bitch. No doubt. Then there was a judge who duct taped uh, 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 who duct taped the mouth of a defendant. This is this is real. Like the defendant wouldn't shut up in the court. And so yeah. they, he ordered him to have his mouth duct taped yep. shut. In 2009, a judge got fed up with a repeat with repeated interruptions from a robbery suspect. So he ordered a deputy to put duct tape over the defendant's <laughs> mouth to shut him up. <laughs> it's got the like it says municipal court judge Stephen Belden. Like it's, yeah. it says the taping was the best way to restore order. So and it was for a 51 year old guy. Huh. Um, so he was, you know, he was duct taped uh, after the. They, they, when they took the tape off his mouth, the defendant said the judge wasn't being respectful. Um, and then, okay, so then there was a there was that's a, all he okay. said. That was actually a nice response. Like, yeah, you know, you're uh, not being very respectful. Not, you just duct taped my oh. mouth. Yeah, really, right? Like, wouldn't you lose your fucking mind? Or your mustache? What if the guy had a mustache? Like, I'm looking at your face, thinking like, man, if he put fucking duct tape on you, you're dead. Me too. Would take take out what literal fucking facial hair i have could you sue the judge i think for, so because uh what's it called when you're like mentally ruined and destroyed what's that called Married. contempt the court <laughs> <laughs> hey oh I'm, I'm waiting for her to raise her hand yeah no. all right so then there was the u.s judge who uh he all right contempt the court this one's not that exciting he jailed the guy that was yawning in court okay all right, it was yawning, but the story is a little bit funny because um, this guy sentenced the guy to six months in jail for right. yawning, right? Yawning, he got six months in jail. But the reason he yawned 
was because uh so, so some dude was getting uh he got two years of um probation oh here it is the judge sent his cousin to two years probation so the cousin walked out but clifton didn't and he had to uh he just basically the judge said yo you're go you got two years of probation and the guy was just the guy was pissed off the cousin was in the crowd and he was just like Ugh. and then he had to go to jail for six months oh god <laughs> could you imagine um, if you're that guy and you're just like one moment of being a dick and now you're in jail for six months you know, yeah, like, and your cousin's on only on probation. Yeah, you know, but also like if you're the judge, like come on, you know, like this kind of falls in with this whole fuck you. I'm not gonna stand while you walk in the room in your stupid robe. Like who are you? You're just some asshole that went to college longer than everyone else. You know, fucking <laughs> sure. god. Like you're not a god or like who no. the fuck? You know what I'm saying? No. What, like fuck out yeah. of here. It's just a they power trip. They don't decide the laws. They have to follow the laws. So fuck them. It's not like there's a one- god sitting there writing them. That's yeah, that's it. They didn't make these fucking things. And you know what? You don't have to wear the suit, you fucking douchebag. So take the suit off. Uh, can you curse on this app? Um, so I hope, so then maybe that's so, why nobody's joining. I called it. I call bullshit. Maybe I can't write bullshit. Maybe yeah. uh, we'll, fi- we'll figure this out. But Whatever. there was a judge who got fired for jailing all of the 46 people present in the courtroom. Everybody. Okay. So a judge in the U.S. was removed from the bench for jailing 46 people after none of them would admit to having a cell phone that began ringing during his court session. So this guy locked up everybody in the courtroom because nobody would admit to it. All right. This so, is like opposite Andy Kaufman. Like Andy Kaufman took his whole audience out for ice cream. Yeah. This guy this jailed everybody. Everybody. Right. <laughs> what a and dick. And this was in Niagara Falls. And uh, just to fast forward, it says later in the afternoon after being told reporters were calling. To ask about the story, the judge ordered the defendants released. The judge told the state panel he was under stress in his personal life. So as soon as the news started calling and saying, hey, man, we want to talk about this publicly. Yeah. He was like, let them all go. He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Uh, one more, one or two more real quick. Um, yeah, these are great. I love this. The judge who got fired for consulting his imaginary mystical dwarves during sessions. <laughs> Yeah. Now, Congressman. Keep in mind, (laughs) these are real. A judge lost his job in the Philippines on the grounds that he regularly consulted with imaginary mystical dwarves who would join him in healing sessions. Um, So, this guy was Judge Florentino Flora from Manila, and he was originally moved from his post after he emerged that he believed himself to be psychic. I just want to get to the names. Hold on. Where are the names? He has the names. Judge Flora mounted a staunch defense of the existence of his three daughters <laughs> who were named Armand, Luis, and Angel. <laughs> Telling a court in a letter that they had made a covenant together. Armand, Luis, and Angel. Armand, Coincidentally, Luis the new Angel. mascots of our show. <laughs> Armand, Luis, Angel, and Marshall. They <laughs> were the dwarf friends. <laughs> Um, from obscurity, my name and the three mystic dwarves became immortal, he added. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to read this whole thing. Um, That's fucking crazy. Dude, can I you mean, imagine? you don't want, you don't want to end up, ever end up in front of a judge 
And you definitely don't want to ever end up in front of a judge that's consulting mystical dwarves. <laughs> like, like, fuck, I got that guy. God damn it. Like, he just, he sits down. Everybody's got to stand up and he sits down and he just puts a bunch of rocks on his desk. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of stones. He's got like a, <laughs> he's got like a, a Gandalf staff. He sits what down. Is, I don't know what that is. It's a little too mythical for me. <laughs> and it's, I was going to I was going to say the right rings. incense. That's like the only thing I could do in that. <laughs> That's the only thing I could add. Yeah, light um, incense too. But what if his mythical dwarves said that you were innocent? That's true. Then they work in your favor. I mean, all of a sudden you'd be like, wait a minute. He's not yeah. that crazy. I think he really has mythical I mean, dwarves. Okay. Is it any more crazy than <laughs> consulting God? Like than going and fucking asking for God's? I, you know, I, honestly, it's, just, it's the same exact thing. It's the same exact thing. You know, it's just that it's okay to believe one and not okay to believe the other. Or I mean, maybe not okay, but it's accepted to believe one on a scale and yeah. not accepted to believe in uh, mystical dwarves. And by the way, how the fuck do we know mystical dwarves aren't real? That's what I'm Who saying. the fuck man. are we to judge? Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just because the they're different. Judge? I mean, one is you know? batshit crazy and the other one's mystical dwarves, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. I'd actually kind of lean towards the mystical dwarves. You know what we should do? We should get in touch with Armand, Luis, and Angel and have them yeah. on the show. Yeah, that's what you I'm know? thinking, man. Maybe I'm serious. They, the they should be the spiritual advisors of the show from now on. Excuse me, like all sorts of pre-production work <laughs> ideas. <laughs> uh, maybe it brings, maybe they can bring Marshall back. I, I think so. I think that's right. how Marshall's going to make his way back to the show. Mystical dwarves. And then I just want my final my final one. I saved the best for last because this one I really enjoyed. But uh, this is a short one. The judge who tried himself, convicted himself, and then released himself for good behavior. What? Okay. <laughs> this, this is what, what country is this in? And what year? This is in yeah. 1874. <clears throat> Francis Evans Cornish, while acting as a magistrate. What's that? I don't know. I think they hold yeah. up maxi pads for women. Yeah, in Winnipeg, Canada. So probably like hockey maxi pads. That was stupid. Had to try himself on a charge of being drunk in public. He could. Are you, are you still smiling? That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna go for a hockey puck joke. Like in the. I pictured like a hockey. I pictured like a hockey puck in like a maxi package. And I said hockey maxi pad, and then at that point it was just too late. It was just oh, it was over at that. I point. pictured I pictured not at first, but the second laugh that you caught me laughing at was yeah. I, I pictured a goalie just with huge maxi pads on his like legs and knees. <laughs> um. So all right. So this guy convicted himself and fined himself five dollars for being drunk in public. Um, but then he stated for the record, quote, Francis Evans Cornish, taking, into, time. <laughs> taking into consideration past good behavior, your fine is remitted. Oh, so you didn't even have to pay it. No, no. He excused himself of his own fine. So uh, those are just some fun judge stories that I stumbled upon. Um, well, at least he learned his lesson. We were talking about judges. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I'm calling bullshit on standing for judges and judges wearing robes, man. They don't have to. They don't have to wear robes. They don't. I didn't know they don't have to do it. You don't yeah. just like, you know, I didn't know that either. Look, man, we could all sit in a room. And we could all talk about who did what with a jury. And nobody has to feel like they're on a pedestal. True. I think I'm not a judge, though. Only judges want to feel that way. You know right. what I'm saying? 
the attorneys, yeah. the attorneys are in there like being quote unquote leaders of their pack. Why don't they get a fucking robe or a special costume? Seriously. Why don't they stand out? They're doing all this work and homework and putting in this time. They should get, get clown suits. Yeah. 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 I don't know if they'd be taken serious. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to be really good. Canadian attorneys could wear hockey clown suits. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like the, the stupidest callback to the stupidest joke ever. <laughs> That's going to make this show so fun to listen back to. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh God! Um, if if we're so, actually recording the show, I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? But uh, all right. I like so those yeah, topics, man. man. Those are good. That's it. That's it. Peace. You're up, boy. Want me to flip right. the coin? Topic number two. Um. Okay. So this one, I don't know. I I, I admittedly I feel now like I should have done more research after listening to you, but I thought like my topic could could have went like into a research like area. Or it could have just been like how it affects us in our daily life. And that I thought ultimately would have been more fun to talk about. So that didn't really require research. So my procrastination really liked that part of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I'll say, so do you remember before, before COVID hit, right? Mayor de Blasio in New York City put up a plastic bag ban for all the, like the convenience stores and stuff, right? Yeah. in the city right so if yeah. you went and got a sandwich and they gave you your food it was coming in a plastic bag and then it was like the beginning of march 2020 i think like right before covid really became a thing like it went into effect i remember i took a picture of a place they told me that this was the last plastic bag i took a picture of the bag i put it up on my instagram as a stupid fucking thing like you know i'm really proud that i got the last plastic bag i was being a dick right um <laughs> And then COVID hit and all that shit went out the window and there was plastic bags everywhere, right? People were actually putting them on their faces. Yeah, actually, you're not you're not even lying. <laughs> right? Cutting little like mouth holes. They yeah. were they were covering their faces yep. with them. Yeah, you're not even lying. But so for a little while, all that shit went out the window. And then, oh, and by the way, I should mention this is important. I me- I messed this part up. Like, but before COVID, when they put in the plastic bag ban, when that did go into effect, like all the convenience stores were just giving you paper bags instead. Right. Like they yeah, weren't just yeah. giving you you like you would still get a bag. It would just be a paper bag now. So it's like, OK, this is better for the environment. It biodegrades. It goes away, whatever. Right. It doesn't end up in the great garbage patch, you know, in you the Pacific your, Ocean. You could wrap your social studies book in it. Yeah, exactly. Right. You could be you could be the unknown comic on the on the um, the gong show. You you could uh, go to Cubs games. I don't know what that means. What's Cubs? My, Remember, like, I just picked the Cubs, but in sport events, they put the paper bags over their heads when their team sucks. No, do they do that? Really? Is that you really a thing? Nerds, they, yeah, it's been a thing forever. No, I didn't You're know like, that was a thing. I have okay. no idea. No, I'm yep. sorry. That's a real thing. You should be sorry. You're like 50 years old. You should know. Yeah, but I, don't, but I don't go to any sporting events. So if your team does really bad, you have to wear a fucking bag on your head? No, people like when they're, when they're uh, not happy with the club that they happen to root for, they will like draw a sad face, like two eyes and a sad face and put a paper bag over their head. Like they're embarrassed to be a, a, no, I get that. Or a fan. Oh, then I get that. But, but at the game, they do that for the whole game. They sit there with a bag on their head. Uh, that's a good question. I would, I don't know how long they do it. Yeah. Like, is it like, like, okay, our time's up. We could take the bag off now or. 
I would imagine they would drive to the stadium with the bag. And it, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, in Canada, it's actually a hockey bag. <laughs> you know what? That's fucking stupid, bro. There's no such thing as a hockey bag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. So, so, all right, so paper bags. So, so they were going to give you paper bags, right? So then COVID yeah. hit and all that went out the window for a little while and everybody was still getting plastic bags and, and everything. Right. Yeah. And then they wrapped that shit. Like they, they came around and they fucking clamped down on all that shit and they got rid of all the plastic bags again. But instead of just giving us paper bags now, now they're selling you bags. Dude, when you go there, they either a, give you, they either, they either give you a new, they either give you like they either make you buy a bag or they give you no bag or they expect you to bring your own reusable bag. Right. So this, or they'll so this sell is... you a reusable bag. And I know this has been going on longer in different places. I get it, but I'm calling bullshit on that. I'm calling bullshit it's, on the fact it's that awful. they should just switch to paper instead of making us like use all these fucking re- reusable bags, which by the way, like a lot of them are made of plastic. They're like this woven fucking plastic and like, okay, you're reusing them, but eventually they're going to end up in this Pacific ocean with all the other shit. You know, yeah, that's going on out absolutely. there. So absolutely. and and so the whole the whole thing is just maddening to me. Like, OK, like I don't want any more extra plastic in the world than anybody else. Right. But you cut you come down on this one part of this whole problem. Yeah. Right. So like yeah. this one part of like, here's a takeout bag for your fucking Subway sandwich or some shit. Right. Like you can't have a plastic bag anymore. You know, yeah. but never mind all the other fucking plastic that's going on, like the milk cartons and the fucking like literally go open your freezer. Every bag of fucking frozen food you have is in a plastic fucking bag. Why don't you come down on those industries first? You know yeah. what I mean? And, and they're manufacturing like the... this shit and they're sending it out. You know what I mean? We're just consuming it. So you want to come down on us. I guarantee like, and this is where I'm saying I could have looked into the stats more, but I guarantee like the plastic takeout bags that we have are a problem, but they're like, like 1.0000100% of the problem. You know, where industry and and by the way, and there's a whole thing on Netflix right now called uh, Seaspiracy or something like that. It's a conspiracy, but they're working in the word C in the beginning of it for the ocean. Cunt, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hockey spiracy. <laughs> so <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> there's no Good such one, thing bro. as a hockey spiracy. <laughs> or is there? So they're saying that most of the plastic that's found in the ocean is coming from fishing nets. Like a lot of the big fishing nets that they use, because like, what? yeah. So a lot of so the fishing so nets, just netting. You mean like plastic? Just no, plastic specifically, netting. specifically the fishing nets that they use. I guess when they get tangled, they just cut them loose. They're like fuck those things. Yeah. Right. So they just cut them loose. But some of those nets are like a hundred yards long. Like they're these huge fucking tubular fucking nets that just capture fish and then close them off. Right. But. They go for hundreds of yards. They're not just like a like a net. Like you would think, like okay, we're just gonna throw a net in the water. They they yeah. go for fucking like a mile or something ridiculous. You know, like yeah. to these commercial things. You know, so they waste those things all the time, and those things are all made of plastic, and all that plastic is what's causing. It's it's something like almost half of the problem in in the oceans right now is coming from fishing netting, which is crazy. So back to the bag. So okay, so I want to do my part as a good human being, and I want to cut down on all that shit too. But don't make me buy the fucking bag, by the way. You know, like these places used to like just give you the plastic bag or the paper bags. Right. Now you got to pay five cents for every paper bag. Like so they're not even paying five cents for a paper bag. They're buying them in bulk 
and they're paying like a fraction of a penny for one bag and then they're selling it to you for five cents. So they're fucking price gouging us, man. That's all bullshit. Yeah. All this that's stuff this with is these really bags about. is all bullshit, man. It's all, that's what this is all really about. That's what it's about right there is the money. It's, you know, these places are, I mean, look, why would you want to inconvenience your, inconvenience your customer? <laughs> Fuck you. Why would you, what? Was it that funny it's that just, I said? Yeah, it's great because wrong? it's funny because I fuck up all the time and you finally <laughs> fucked up once. <laughs> once um but yeah i mean obviously you don't want to inconvenience oh my god inconvenient <laughs> you fucking put it in my head you don't want to inconvenience your customers right 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 so why would you do that i mean unless you're making a profit and obviously if there's laws you gotta follow the laws but well it's state mandated right now so the state is yeah. clamping down and saying like you you can't just give out plastic bags anymore you have to try to get everybody to use re- renewable bags and a lot of them are fabric, like the ones that my wife has are fabric that she uses and stuff. And that's great. Like, you know, good for a, us. But... That is such a sexist thing that you just said. The right. ones that my wife has. Well, you, my wife can't does, own, you, think... you can't own the grocery bags. Me? No, they're her grocery bags, bro. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I go shopping and it's a disaster. It's like <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm on the fucking worse. If I go shopping, I'm on the phone with her 75% of the time. Yeah, <laughs> the other 25% yeah. is me like tr- trying to fucking find it anyway without calling her. <laughs> Dude, so there's it's nothing, a honestly, I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. I could not agree with you more. There's nothing worse <laughs> than being in a, gr- a supermarket with a list because yeah. you're, su- you, I mean, you know, you're supposed to like, okay, all, applesauce. Where the fuck is applesauce? Where the fuck is applesauce? Store, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then you find one and then you got to go across the whole store nobody goes in order of the aisles unless they go there right. all the time so no, I mean, there's always something weird like you know curry powder you know or like <laughs> okay so <laughs> i gotta go find that now okay ethnic food aisle okay where's the indian stuff is it indian or is it japanese i'm not sure both those cuisines okay probably indian okay pick up the phone hey honey where's the curry powder <laughs> Is curry Indian or Japanese? Right. And she's like, no, it's at the end of an aisle. It's not even in like the ethnic spot, some other spot. Like, oh, okay. I got to go over there and find it. Like, thank God I called. I would have been there for hours. <laughs> it's just crazy. So anyway, um, yeah, they're her fucking bags, man. It's like when I go shopping, I'm in her world. It's her domain. So it's her, it's her fabric bags. You know, I'm buying the things that are from the list she gave me. <laughs> so yeah, you know. you know what? Once I—that's not—I I was joking about the sexist thing. It, I mean, you know, it, it is a little bit sexist. Let's be honest. But you know, if my if I'm running to the, a store, first of all, it wouldn't ever be a supermarket. But if I'm going to the deli or the convenience store, I'll say to my wife, "Hey, do you need anything?" And then as soon as I see like that, <laughs> like her thinking, I'm like, "I'm that's not going. I'm not going grocery shopping." Just so you know, like if you need milk or like a coffee, I got right. you. But right. I'm not going grocery shopping. So if you need some like monster energy drink. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you do something this like it's been that way forever, you go buy shit. They give you a bag to carry it out. I mean, that's part of the purchase. No matter yeah. for our whole life, like for our, for our, our whole entire lives. lives. I yep. can't. Now, this has been the reason I was saying to you before. This isn't, isn't a new thing is this has been going on in Vermont for a couple of years. Right. Okay. Whenever I go to a grocery store in Vermont, I end up buying a fucking bag because I don't remember to bring fucking grocery bags to the to the right. store. Like, 
Right. Who the fuck? Who remembers that? Who thinks of that? So this you was, know what? Sorry, no, I was just I, gonna say real quick that if you bring your own bag, you know, fucking pay me. Yeah. Pay you know, I gotta pay you for a bag. If I bring my own bag, give me a fucking nickel. Dude, I'm walking around with a bag with your the name of your fucking store on it. You know, I'm advertising mm. for you. You should pay me, Good bitches. Good you point. Know? I don't know. It just it seems to me like it, the whole thing just got like perpetuated because of COVID. It was like there was this opportunity where it was kind of being crept in before COVID. It was like, yeah, okay, you know, no more plastic bags, but we're still giving you paper bags. You know, and then COVID hits, and then all of a sudden it's like okay, we're not giving you any bags. You have to buy the bags or you have to continue to bring your own, you know, which again, sounds good on paper. It sounds like, well, you know, we're really cutting down on plastic, but, but like everything else in the world is plastic. Like, like I was thinking about this, like, what do you throw your garbage away in? Plastic bags, like everything's going in plastic. And by the way, like extra tough plastic bags, like, you know, the ones where they don't want the glass poking through the sides and, you know, so like hefty, hefty, hefty. Remember, like all that shit. So it's like super yes. plastic bags. So your garbage is getting thrown away in that. So like it's the problem is not being solved, you know, by us using re- reusable bags at the grocery store. Is I guess what I'm saying. Would just give me paper. Is by the way, like you were saying, we were joking before about like, oh, it's you know, it could be used for this, it could be used for that. But yeah, it could actually be used for those things. Like we did yes. use those paper bags for other things, you know. And if it gets thrown out, it fucking biodegrades. So paper is a win-win. Just go to paper. You know, and then I don't have to be inconvenienced. I don't mind. I'll walk out with a fucking paper bag. I have no problem with that. And don't make me buy it, you assholes, because like you said before, like we've been using paper bags forever, you know, forever. Yeah. And, you know, how about you give me X amount of these fucking bags that reusable bags? Give me X amount, you know. Like, seriously, like why you have to buy those bags, too. So you're saying we're not giving you fucking bags or anything anymore. Plus, you have to use these bags. But wait, there's more. You have to pay for them. Yeah. Know? And if you forget to bring them back, which everybody fucking does, then, you know, look, oh, dude, I end up walking out of quick check holding like four bottles of Pepsi and like an orange juice or something. You know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, I'm not bringing I'm not. I don't remember to fucking bring a bag. And then I'm like, once I'm up there, I'm like, no, fuck your bags. I'm buying one of your bags. Yeah. So then I just I'm walk just out, out with everything. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Drop it like a supermarket. <laughs> just drop yeah. it. Yeah, it's mine oh, to it drop. Fell. It fell. Sorry, this these nine jars of pickles that I accidentally <laughs> dropped right next to your register. You know, you, you owe me nine more. You buy them just to break them in the store. Yeah, fuck you. Sorry, I couldn't carry them all because I didn't have a bag, yeah. dick. So all right, that's it. Well, for the that's show. it. I yeah, that's up. our that's our first. Um, hey man, we'll figure this shit out. It's it's, it's uh, what's just well, that? We'll- clubhouse it's our first clubhouse attempt um yeah and so look, maybe we'll dude, get the ghost of marshall Monday? next time you on nights or yeah. days this week days uh, we could talk about this afterwards but we could do listen we could try fucking tomorrow night too i don't get yep. it. We'll, i think we gotta we'll keep try going it. We'll try it every night and see what happens all right you well know? let's officially end the show oh wait let me stop recording <laughs>